From Maine to Alaska and in between these United States, everyone is talking and debating climate change, climate laws, and climate goals. Most agree that renewables, solar and wind, are a viable alternative to fossil fuels. But when it comes to renewable energy, one of the biggest challenges is storage. Storage improves the use of renewables when the sun isn't shining and the wind isn't blowing. Hey everyone, welcome to another installment of Plugged In, Con Edison's podcast about all things related to energy. I'm your host, Sydney Alvarez. I'm here with John Schaff, Managing Director of Con Edison's Battery Storage, which is part of Con Edison Inc.'s clean energy business. Sir, thank you for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me here today. I'm looking forward to the conversation and glad to be part of the team now. John, you've been in the energy business for a while. Tell us more. I've been in the energy business for over 30 years with a variety of different organizations, some dealing with advanced batteries, others dealing with uh, products and services for energy-efficient buildings. Uh, so I've had a range of different experiences over that time. Just a couple of observations. One is that the uh, focus on energy-efficient technology and mm -hmm. renewable energy has been um, very difficult 30 years ago. You couldn't even get an appointment with a facility manager to, to talk about your technology. Uh, now you go into uh, a CEO's office or a president of a college or a mayor, and the sustainability goals are listed on the, on the front wall of the office. So very different times in terms of focus. Uh, the second observation is just the declining cost of the technology makes it more attractive. And so if you think about the cost declines of uh, solar panels, as mm -hmm. an example, uh, battery technology is following that same declining cost curve. You're part of Con Edison's clean energy businesses known as CEBs. Can you explain to us what the CEBs do? The CEBs, uh, through their three main subsidiaries of uh, Con Edison Solutions, Con Edison Development, and Con Edison Energy, uh, develop, own, and operate renewable and energy um, assets uh, and provide energy-related products and services to wholesale and retail customers. We currently have uh, assets in, uh, operating in uh, 17 different states. Um, the, uh, one of the largest renewable uh, energy provider, solar, specifically uh, owners in the country. Uh, so quite a, quite a, a goal that we've achieved. Um, we're located in Valhalla, New York. We have about 450 employees. And my group, uh, which I'll talk about shortly, is based in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Your business is the energy storage business. Now it seems like energy storage is quickly an emerging market. Can you tell me a little bit more about this market of energy storage? Sure. Well, first, let me just point out that a lot of times we'll hear um, the term energy storage at the same time we hear battery storage. Energy storage includes battery storage, but it also includes thermal storage and some other mechanisms to, to store energy. Battery storage is the predominant technology that's used in, uh, in, in the technology in that space. So you'll hear us refer to both of those uh, together. Um, battery storage is a very fast emerging market, predominantly because of the cost decline in the battery, uh, the battery cost itself. Um, it's, uh, it's expected to be around a $5 billion market in the next five years. Again, the U.S. leading most of that. And the drivers that are, are causing that rapid growth are uh, incentives at the federal level, uh, incentives at the state level, California, New York, New Jersey really leading the way. Um, as well as, you know, the declining cost of the, of the technology itself. And so the economics of individual projects uh, look more and more attractive. 
what does an energy storage system look like? How does it work? Sure, yeah, so that's a common question. It's, uh, the, think about it in terms of really four different components of, uh, of, of the uh, energy storage system. Uh, the first is uh, predominantly batteries. So there's a, a lot of batteries. You have lithium ion battery cells that are put into uh, a module. Those modules are put into racks, and then that goes into either a container or into a building. So the first, the first piece is the battery. The second piece is the inverter, which does the power conversion. Uh, the third piece are the controls, the hardware and software that has all of this function together. And then the fourth piece is the, um, what we call the balance of system. So it's either uh, the enclosure that the battery's in. If it's a small system, it's in a, maybe a container. If it's a larger system, it'll be in, a, in an actual building, a purpose-built building. Uh, and it'll also have uh, some other things like HVAC to cool the system, as well as some safety and fire protection. So you mentioned uh, solar storage as an emerging application. I see solar everywhere. I know Con Edison does a ton of it. Can you dig a little deeper for us? Um, solar on its own uh, is quite effective. When you start to add storage to solar, it becomes even more effective. It enables it and makes it more cost effective. And so the, the opportunity really is to put storage at many of the sites where we already have solar. Uh, but also it's to look forward to um, other end users and other specific markets. As an example, uh, we've done projects in Hawaii where uh, people would like to install solar uh, and they can use solar for their own facility, but they used to be able to uh, export the unused solar. You can't do that anymore in, in Hawaii because there's too much solar. So instead of curtailing that solar or not using it, people can use the solar that would otherwise be wasted to store it in their battery storage system to use at a later time. So that's just a great mm -hmm. example of using solar more uh, efficiently than would otherwise be used. So let's, let's bring it back to New York City. Mm -hmm. We know there are initiatives in place and targets to add storage to the state. What are the opportunities? What can you share with us? New York really deserves credit uh, for being very aggressive in adopting some uh, battery storage or energy storage goals. The legislators have crafted programs which allow the state to recognize the value of uh, battery storage, especially as it integrates into renewables such as solar and wind, and also in grid applications like uh, load shifting. The state of New York Public Service Commission has issued an order that establishes a goal uh, of by 2030, the year 2030, of having 3,000 megawatts of energy storage. Right. So very aggressive goal and, and one to be commended. And they've created a couple of mechanisms that help developers get there. One of them is that they allow for uh, state incentives to be used in conjunction with the federal uh, tax credit, the ITC. Mm -hmm. And so that, that compounding effect of two uh, incentives is uh, very helpful. Uh, the second thing that they do is they've created um, the, uh, the NYSERDA block grants, and those are used to sort of bridge the, the economics of projects that may um, need some, uh, some financial assistance, and they tear off over time. And then the third one is establishing a, uh, a VEDER tariff, which is the value of distributed energy resources. And again, that um, uh, benefits storage depending on where it's located in the grid. And so those are the mechanisms that, that you would use. The opportunities um, are really across the, uh, the energy spectrum. So uh, one would deal with uh, bulk storage, which are transmission level um, energy storage projects that are above 
above five megawatts. Uh, then there are non-wires solutions. Those are the smaller projects that are below five megawatts. Um, and then there's the NISO, NISO uh, wholesale markets, which have already, you know, are already uh, in mm -hmm. place. And so Con Edison Battery Storage is, is actively developing projects really across all three of those uh, initiatives right now. John, here's my last question for you, okay? You have renewable energy, you have battery storage, then comes, what, big picture. What's next for storage? Well, storage is, um, I mean, a couple of things that are, that are very exciting and, and very interesting. One is that uh, storage, generally speaking, the systems are getting larger and larger. So when we started several years ago, there were small demonstration projects. It's now commonplace to put larger storage systems in with, with larger solar arrays. Uh, that's one uh, thing that's, that's next. The second one is battery technology in and of itself is, uh, is changing. Uh, so lithium-ion batteries, you know, are, are the standard right now. The new battery technologies are referred to as flow battery. Uh, they simply last longer, and so they're going to provide greater utilization for, for solar facilities. That's another, uh, another area. And then the third area is that costs are simply declining even further. So as costs decline more and the performance of battery technology uh, increases, it just increases the economics of, of individual applications. So really an exciting time for, for storage with all of those factors coming together. John, very interesting. If people want more information, where can they go to? Sure, yeah, that's great. It's easy. It's uh, conedisonbatterystorage.com or uh, you can find us um, at Con Edison Solutions on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. John Schaff, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks, Sidney. That's our show. Thanks for joining us. If you have comments or questions about the program, you can send us an email to podcast at coned.com. You can also reach us on our social channels. Our handle is at Con Edison. I'm your host, Sidney Alvarez. Thanks for listening. Until next time, y adios. Thank you.